Have you realized yet that your purpose in life is constantly evolving? The thing is, it can only evolve, grow, and expand to the extent you're willing to do the work to heal. That's why I've created a transformative half-day virtual event designed for purpose chasers who want to integrate their authentic selves in every aspect of their life. Together, we're going to co-create conversations around reflecting on current patterns, amplifying your genuine desires, prioritizing fulfillment over the facade of what you should do, and we'll talk about achieving actual tangible results. I believe our work together will have a profound impact on your life as we break you out of autopilot, scale your potential, and set you up to attract everything you say you desire. Plus, this space will be an enjoyable and supportive environment for new connections with like-hearted purpose chasers from all over the world. Together, we will laugh, dance, and maybe cry, but we'll be doing the work together. If this speaks to your soul and you want to detox and release what's no longer serving you so you can live fully in the pillars of redefining wealth, tickets are currently complimentary for this half day of coaching, training, and co-creating a new blueprint for your heart's desires directly with me. So grab your ticket today at patricewashington.com slash soul detox. That's patricewashington.com slash soul detox. I believe that acknowledging those wins show gratitude. If it's always, I'm not there yet. I didn't do this yet. I haven't hit that mark yet. My God, then when do you celebrate anything? Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode, the final episode of Redefining Wealth for 2019. Y'all, we made it. OG listeners and purpose chasers, we made it through yet another year together. And I am so grateful for the opportunity that I've had to share this message with you. If you are new to redefining wealth, you are not too late. You're just in time as you prepare for a new year and hopefully the best decade of your life. Here's what you need to know about this community that you've stumbled upon. We believe that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe here that wealth is about well-being because that's the original definition. And so we seek to explore The several pillars, I call them the six pillars of wealth, where if we are not fulfilled, it creates a void. And that void is what ends up impacting our finances. And it's the stuff you just don't think about. So if you check out the reviews here when you're going to subscribe, because I'm just going to suggest that you do, you're going to see testimony after testimony about how mindsets have truly been shifted over the last two plus years that we have been doing this work here on Redefining Wealth. And I am so excited that you're here with us. You know, this is a time when I really struggled with this last episode because I thought that I was going to just do a a regular old recap of the year, that I was going to talk about, you know, the goals that I set at the beginning of the year and how many of those I hit. And, you know, I I actually did. I hit quite a few and there's some that are still in the works and there's some that just were no longer important. But when I really got into it, I just started to feel a little conviction. And then I got confirmation after confirmation about why I needed to use this last episode 
as you are reflecting on 2019 and preparing to go into 2020, using it as a teaching moment. So as much as, yes, I can share, you know, the things um, that I was able to accomplish this year, what matters more to me is shifting how you reflect on this year, especially for those of you who feel like, man, I kind of missed the mark or I didn't quite do the things that I wanted to do. And so this is this is going to be good. It's it's all from the head. It's just on my heart. And I'm going to give myself an opportunity or give myself permission to just flow. Before I jump into this week's episode, I have to tell you, it is brought to you by my girl, Rachel Luna and the Faith Activated Journaling Experience. And, you know, as I was preparing for this episode for the last several weeks, I've been looking through my journal because, you know, sometimes we get a little spiritual amnesia. And we forget just how far we've actually come. And we look to Instagram or we look to our Facebook memories to try to piece together, you know, the wins and the milestones and the highlights, forgetting that there was a lot of work to get to those wins. And there were other things that had to happen in that process. And so I'm a big believer in journaling. I've been journaling my entire life, it feels like. But I don't know if you remember last week where I talked about the betrayal of a relationship that I had romanticized. And I don't know if I named the friend aloud who gave me the journaling prompts that really helped me work through it, but it was Rachel Luna. And the peace and clarity that I had as I worked through that grieving process was hands down because of Rachel. One of her greatest gifts as a coach, as a friend, to me, is her unique ability to ask the most thought-provoking and in-depth questions that get right to the root of the real issue. And see, that's the part I think people get confused. Journaling for me is not about keeping a diary. It's not dear diary, right? It actually is about understanding how to unlock more and manifest the things that I say I want and heal many of the things that just come up in the process. And so Faith Activated Journaling Experience is now open. It's a year-long experience that will teach you how to stop wasting your time and manifest massive results through journaling. You'll discover how to unlock your blessings, author the life of your dreams, and create rapid results in just five minutes a day. I'm telling you, I am a straight up believer, (laughs) straight up believer. You know, with this process, Rachel teaches the exact step-by-step proven method that transforms an ordinary journal entry into a powerful tool to truly manifest the dream life that you want. And so she teaches you how to discover the important distinctions and questions to ask yourself so you know the difference between doing, being, knowing, and believing And all of this will allow you to upgrade in every single area of your life. And I think it's the perfect companion to redefining wealth. So if you want to up-level your game in 2020 as you grow in the six pillars of wealth, check out Faith Activated. It's a a 12-month experience. I believe, I truly believe, I'm not saying this to gas you up, that it can change your life. Especially for those of you who struggle with, I don't want to journal. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. The prompts. And the work that Rachel takes you through, like life-changing. And I get to experience it because she's my prayer partner. So (laughs) head to patricewashington.com forward slash faith activated. That's patricewashington.com forward slash faith activated. Learn more about it. It's not just a physical journal. It's literally an experience that teaches you so, so much 
And especially if you're a believer and you struggle with this idea of manifestation, I believe manifestation is biblical and Rachel is God's girl and she will break it down, break it down for you. She has several bonuses. So check it out, patricewashington.com forward slash faith activated. Now, while I love journaling because it gives me an accurate depiction of my growth or lack thereof. So I know that when we're in this time of reflection, again, many of us are flipping through pictures, looking at Instagram, looking at Facebook, trying to remember just what happened over these last 12 months. And it is so tempting to focus on the wins that you presented out to the world. The stuff that you were comfortable posting about. But that doesn't necessarily speak to the man or woman you have grown into over these last several months. Now, here's why I wanted to be a little different in how I shared what I was able to accomplish this year. I want to be crystal clear because I keep seeing this in all of my programs, all of my communities, whether it's in Purpose to Platform, my business accelerator. You know, that's for entrepreneurs who know they've been called, but they don't know how to build an authentic online presence, right? And we have people at every stage, just beginning, just figuring out what their purpose even is up to. I've been in business for several years, but I'm stuck, right? And I need that push forward. Then, you know, the women inside of my Mastery and Momentum Mastermind, right? Their entire year for the ones who are just now completing or those who've been in for six months, like they are looking at all the pillars and they have an awareness now of they need to do and how they can get it accomplished in each one of the pillars, right? Because it's a holistic process. We don't only want to focus on wealth building. We have to focus on well-being as well, right? And not lose ourselves. They're going through this process. And when I get on these monthly calls and I say, share your wins and I see people shrinking and I'm like, but I'm watching you grow. So how do you feel like you don't have anything to contribute, or those of you who are in the free purpose chasers group, the free community that we have for folks here at Redefining Wealth. So you can link up and find accountability partners and find folks in your area and just have a safe space to share. I see people there downplaying their wins and discounting so many ways that I know they've made progress. And this is not about comparison. That's what you have to understand as you reflect for yourself. This is not about comparison. This is about choosing to acknowledge the growth, the progress, the resilience, the obedience that you've had over the last 12 months. And we get so caught up in winning. And I use that term so often. I don't even think, I know I didn't realize how detrimental it could be to some. I really didn't. And if you are in one of my communities and me saying share your wins has triggered you or has made you overwhelmed or shrink back, then I publicly apologize. See, in my journal, whenever I write win for the week, I'm always writing what's important now. If you've been following me for several years, you know that that has been my acronym for years. So Winning to me is always about making sure that I'm focused on what actually matters now. So that's why I can see a wind as a mindset shift, as busting up some limiting belief. I could see it as the tiniest thing or the biggest thing. To me, the win is not always 
oh, I hit the goal out of the park or I had some huge launch or I made all the money. The win is like, man, I got up and I tried. I got up and I got organized. I got up and I took a chance. So when I'm saying share your wins, that's what I'm talking about because I believe that sharing the smaller things are what give you the momentum, right? To keep going after the bigger things. And I believe that acknowledging those wins show gratitude. If it's always, I'm not there yet. I didn't do this yet. I haven't hit that mark yet. My God, then when do you celebrate anything? Right? Like, when do you celebrate? And so winning the definition, one definition is being successful or victorious in a contest or a conflict, right? And yes, we all want to be successful or victorious in anything that we set out to do. But do you know on the way to any major win, there are a lot of smaller wins that need to be acknowledged and celebrated? There are a lot of everyday victories that we need to be paying attention to. And as a community, I want us to look back on this year and not look at the big wins. You can, but really look at the growth that happened on the path there. Look at the growth on the journey, right? Look at your development. Look at how you've matured. Look at how you flourished. Look at how you've, you're thriving in areas that you weren't before. Not that you've mastered it, not that there's perfection, but man, have you come a long way. Some of you just found this podcast a couple weeks ago and I get your emails, I get your DMs. I hear when you say, I've been binging for the last two weeks and I feel a shift. Man, that's a win. You don't have to be completely out of debt to acknowledge the win of shifting your money mindset, right? You don't have to be completely restored in your marriage to acknowledge that I didn't curse that dude out today. (laughs) Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. That's a win, right? You don't have to have dropped a hundred pounds to acknowledge, man, I've been plant-based for the last five days and I feel great. You don't have to be at the end result to acknowledge the win because here's the real gag. It's never done. For everything that we accomplish, that journey just keeps going on. Every time you check something off, there's something else that gets added because you're alive. And because as long as you're alive, you're expected to keep growing. The minute you allow yourself to be in a fixed mindset, right, that says, oh, I already got this figured out and there's nothing left for me to do, then you might as well die. Because if there's nothing left for you to do, there's nothing left for you to do. There's no growth left. And this entire journey is about growing. It's not about comparing your win to someone else's. It's about, man, when I look at where I was on January 1st and where I am today, And where I am December 31st, did I grow? Not in comparison to my neighbor, to my sister, to my brother, to my friend. Did I grow? If the answer is yes, then you have a win. You have a win. So let me tell you how I'm looking at this. I promised when I did an episode called The Power of Mastery and Momentum to 
share, like, because my thing is really about what I teach my mastermind is how to get more done in 90 days than the average person gets done in a year. It's true. I live it year after year. I know it to be true. I know it to be possible. And I kind of set, I set my calendar up that way. I set my life up that way, but I set it up that way so that I can focus on what matters and really remove and eliminate what doesn't. So you have to have some level of direction, right? If you, what do they say? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So yes, I plan to accomplish certain things within 90 days. I'm not afraid to extend them, you know, if it needs to go to six months. The point is I'm going to get more done than the average person gets done because I'm focused. And I want to share with you some of the things that have happened for me this year in each one of the pillars as encouragement as encouragement only, right? Because I've had some big quote unquote wins. I've had some little wins. I've had some strategic wins. I've had some accidental wins. I've had some mental wins for sure in every pillar. And I'll just share a few of the ones that just bring me the most joy right now and give me the most peace as I move into this brand new year, this brand new decade. But I want to keep making the distinction for you between win and growth. Win, the win, and the growth. So for me, moving from California, Southern Cal, back to Atlanta, Georgia, one of the things that I wanted to do was stop playing around and being complacent with monthly couples therapy. So for the fit pillar, you know, we talk about being mentally fit. And it's really tempting to believe when you are so into all this personal development that you're learning, you're growing, you got it, right? And that you don't have to focus as much time or block that time anymore. It's, at least I'll say that for me. I was like, oh, I do monthly couples therapy and I'll figure it out when I get to Atlanta. So there was a gap there for several months where I didn't have a therapist at all. And when I got to Atlanta, my goal, one of the things that I had as a fit pillar goal was to recommit to therapy bi-weekly. So I interviewed Dr. Joy. If you heard that uh, episode, I went to therapy for Black girls, the directory, found a therapist whom I love. Like I could not have found a better therapist. Oh my gosh, she's so perfect for me. And that's a win. The win is that I recommitted to therapy. That's a win for me because I know that the next season that I'm going into is going to require me to be so mentally fit and prepared because many of us are praying for things we don't have the mental capacity to sustain. And I know just based on the conversations and the requests and the things that are dropping in my DMs and my email, it's like, girl, you better get ready. If you have a big vision for your life, it's your responsibility to protect the vessel. And a part of that vessel is your your brain, your mindset, right? And I knew I needed it and I stopped putting it off. I buckled down. I went to therapy for black girls. I found the bomb therapist and so excited. Like I skip in there every other Wednesday. Doesn't matter what happened that week or how not happy I am about what happened. Just knowing that I have a safe space. That's the win. But here's the growth, the bigger thing. Because of that, I recognized how I have been straddling the fence in so many areas of my life. 
That's why I told you we're on a journey. It's never finished. It's never done. I never get on here and try to be your guru or try to be some expert. I am perhaps a couple steps ahead of some of you and a couple steps behind of others. And my only responsibility, I feel like when I crack this mic, is to share what I'm learning in the hopes that we could grow together. And I did an Instagram TV, IGTV, as they say, (laughs) about this, about where I was straddling the fence and I was settling for what has been good as opposed to going after what God is showing me is great, is showing me is better, is showing me where I'm supposed to be. But I let myself get in a comfort zone in several areas of my life, in several of the pillars. Yeah, I could be killing it in one thing, but in something else, I was mm, teeter-tottering. I was playing small, right? So the win is, yes, I get to check off. I was looking for a therapist. I found a therapist. The growth is like, man, the awareness of how many places I was straddling the fence and how I need to recommit to my no so that my yes matters even more in every area. Let me tell you, in my in my fitness, that had me throwing stuff straight out my refrigerant and pantry. My girl, Brandy Harvey, came to my house and... Got me together. She wasn't even there five minutes before this conversation. And I was like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been straddling. Okay, no more straddling. But all of the, the, the ability for me to open up to that and receive that from Brandy and from several other people in several other areas of my life, it's because I recommitted to therapy, honestly. I really do believe that. So sometimes we look at the wins as the things that we can check off the to-do list. And essentially what I'm saying is don't just look at what you can check off the to-do list. Look at who you got to become because of that. Or even if you didn't get to check it all the way off, like what your awareness about it is causing you to do. In the people pillar, I had prayed early in the year, Lord, remove anyone who's not supposed to be here. I recognize that the next decade is going to be the best decade of my life. I claim it. I receive it. I feel it. I believe it. Remove anyone who's not supposed to be here. Right? And he did. (laughs) Oh, did he? And the cold part about it is before it actually manifested physically, I woke up out of my sleep and I felt it. I knew it. I didn't have any proof. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I felt it months before it happened. And here's the growth. In the past, I might have been like, see, they were evil. They tried to use me. They never cared. They pretended to be my friend. And all those things might be true, right? But my growth has shown me that I was betraying my own core values. And at no point in this entire people pillar betraying my own core values even be a part of the equation. That's growth. Because see, if we make it about, oh, this person got removed, then it stops there. The win is, oh, somebody got removed and now I feel a weight lifted and now I'm feeling better about things and now, right? But no, the growth is I got to acknowledge and become aware of a personal boundary that I had been too relaxed in. So now I'm aware of that moving forward. 
with other people, with other people who may be able to compliment well, use the same language, gas you up and make you feel like you're the best thing ever only to skirt around and do something different. So how am I more aware of that next time? The growth comes in the fact that I I became aware of what I could have done differently and who I needed to be and what I was betraying in myself, right? In the space pillar, some would call it a win. I bought a new house this year. My family bought a new home when we moved to Atlanta. But here's the growth. We bought the best house for us. Here's the distinction. It wasn't based on what we thought people would expect from us because of our titles or because of other people's perceptions. It was based on what we wanted for our daughter. It was based on how we wanted to position ourselves long-term. It was based on being in a space that created an energy that just felt like peace and love and simplicity and felt like home. Not like a museum to show off. (laughs) It just feels like home. The growth is in the mindset around the house that we bought. That it didn't matter that people were like, oh, you qualify for this and you can go here and you can go there. We stayed true to what felt right for us and not what we thought other people might think. That's the growth. The house is secondary. I'm proud of how I've grown. In the faith pillar, I had a goal this year. One of these quarters, it was about getting the streaks in the Bible app. Now, if you use the Bible app, you know what I'm talking about, that UVerse Bible app where it'll be like, keep the streak going, right? So I was like, oh my gosh, I want to have 90 days of a streak. So my quiet time became about making sure I opened the Bible app so I could do a devotional. And while I was blocking time on the calendar, you know, my faith pillar, I based my calendar on the pillars. While I was blocking time on the calendar, here's what growth taught me. And if you heard the episode Spiritual Malnutrition, you know what I'm you know where I'm going. I was confusing snacking on devotionals for time in the word. I thought that drive-by devotionals that allowed me to get my streaks and a sermon on the treadmill was enough to nourish me spiritually. And I was dying slowly while I've been on the road telling people that if you believe in something, make time for it. I was making time to make sure I got my streaks. So if we want to only look at wins, it's cute to say, oh, I got 90 streaks on the Bible app and feel accomplished and feel like you could check something off. Here's the growth. Recognizing that that is so whack. (laughs) And that is not a substitute for feasting on God's word and understanding what it says to me and understanding how it applies to me and cross-referencing and checking and fact-checking what all these sermons on YouTube are even saying and making sure that it's in alignment for me. And the more I did that and the more I stopped snacking on devotionals, which I love, but that can't be the crutch right? The more I have attracted the most amazing prayer partners back in my life. I have two women that I pray with, Rachel being one, 
every Wednesday about everything. I have another girlfriend who you guys know from the podcast. We pray now on Thursdays just about our daughters and our husbands. I have another group of business friends who are all believers. Like we will pray for each other about podcasts and launches and all this stuff. I literally am consumed with prayer. My husband will tell you. And when I'm not on any of those, I'm in my prayer closet. And I'm saying this not for any reason, except for saying that my growth, what I'm proud of is not those doggone streaks on the Bible app. I'm proud that I have committed myself back to what I know is the only thing that can feed me spiritually. That's how I personally feel, right? That's the growth. That's the win. It's not the thing that we can check off. It's like, man, who have I become in this process? In the word pillar, seriously, you guys, I spoke on every stage I said in 2018, I'd like to do that one day. I never asked, this is back to the power of journaling, (laughs) Rachel Luna's, what she's talking about. I never asked any of these people to let me on. I never expressed direct interest to them. Never, never, never. And somehow, some of the people I didn't even know until they asked me to come speak. And then it was like, what? (laughs) You heard me tell this story. Lori Harder, The Bliss Project, love Lori, wrote the book, A Tribe Called Bliss. I read her book and saw where she talked about her event. And I wrote in the margins of the book, I will speak here one day. Never said anything to Lori Never mentioned it again. I actually forgot. You know, I finished the book and put it on the shelf. Didn't think about it again. It wasn't until after she invited me to speak that I ended up needing to go back to the book to find something and realized, oh my gosh, I manifested this. I wrote it out. I spoke at the Bliss Project. I spoke at Thrive, which is a huge event in Las Vegas. I didn't even know Sonia Hatter. I didn't know Cole Hatter. Right. I didn't I was invited to do another panel and she saw me speaking. But the year before I had a friend who was speaking and I was like, oh, I would be good at that. Jotted it down. Didn't think twice about it. Met her at an entirely different thing with someone else. It got invited. Shout out to Danny J on the stage with Eric Thomas and Trent Shelton and my girl, Lisa Bilyeu. Right. Podcast movement. I went in 2017 with no podcast. I went in 2017 with no podcast, sat there, listened to speakers and thought to myself, oh, wow, I really want to be able to do that one day. I had no podcast, nothing, no cover art, no not, no music, no nothing. 2018, I returned as a breakout speaker. I sat there. I watched the main speakers. I said, I'd love to do that one day. 2019, I got the call. Be opening keynote. I met Dave Ramsey this year, you guys. Uncle Dave. I met Dave Ramsey. If you don't know who he is, Godfather of Personal Finance Transformation, okay? I learned so much about leadership in life and what's possible when you stay committed to the assignment given to you. All of these things. Man, did I get to check some things off the list. I said I wanted to speak on not necessarily these stages, but like really great stages this year and build back my my speaking reel as I prepare to go back speaking internationally and all this stuff, I said those things, didn't know it would be these events and didn't know it would happen the way that it did. But here's the growth. 
because those are cute and they're nice and I'm grateful. But here's the growth. I did it all as myself. I did it as myself. I don't even know if I have time in this episode to tell you how much that means to me. Because several years ago, one of my mentors at the time was so adamant about the fact that I should never go on television or on stage with braids and that women should only wear skirts or dresses and look feminine and all this stuff and on and on and on. Like there were so many things that I shouldn't talk about my faith and I should leave it to the money stuff. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is the first year I was dabbling in it here and there over the last couple of years. I've been getting more comfortable. But this year in 2019, my work, real win. Yeah, the stages were cool. Man, the growth is I did it as myself. When I look at those pictures, I have cornrows. <laughs> I have long cornrows in pretty much every major event that I spoke at this year. I'm wearing pants because if you've ever seen me on stage, I'm very animated. I like to have fun. And if I have to drop, roll, do whatever it takes to make sure that you're listening and engaged, then I'm not above it. And a skirt or a bodycon dress restricts you from doing that. And I just want to be free. I want to be all of myself. My theme this year was I choose me. And the growth is the response that has happened from me being okay with just giving myself permission to be all of myself. The braids, the jeans. Oh my gosh, jeans. I would have never done that back in the day. (laughs) The pants, the talking openly about my faith when I've already been warned that I'm in a space that is not really conducive to being a believer and I was clear about who I am and why I'm here anyway. And the way people still came up to me and said, hey, I don't believe in all the other stuff you said, but I feel something when you speak. I'm like, I know you do. (laughs) I know you do, right? That's fine. But the fact that I could still cross over and communicate and have impact on people and share my faith and get the message across without my faith being a barrier, right? For some people, which is what, you know, I used to be warned about. That's the win. The win is I'm never going back. (laughs) That anytime you see me on stage, no, that's what I felt like wearing. There's no conversation any longer in my head about, oh, is this right? Is this appropriate? Is this what so-and-so? No, we leave in the last of that in 2019. So the growth is what matters, not just the stages. It's the same thing with the podcast. Yes, we hit over a million downloads by our two-year anniversary. Right now, I believe we're close to one and a half million. Am I grateful? Absolutely. Am I so thankful that you guys rate, review, share on social media and share with family members and all that stuff? I am so grateful. Let me tell you the growth though. The growth is in fully, 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 allowing myself to make this podcast a priority no matter what other people think or say about it. And I don't want to go off on a tangent. I'm sure that we'll unpack that in one of these solo episodes this year. But 
the struggle is real when there are so many voices trying to compete for coaching you, for trying to tell you what works and what doesn't. And this podcast is such an example of being obedient and doing what feels right for me. Not for what other people think I should do, for not for how they feel like I should be, for me. So the win is, yes, I wanted to hit a million downloads. We did, so grateful. But the real thing is the growth, the woman I've become in the process. That's that's the thing. So I don't know what this looks like for you. But I'm going to bottom line ask you to do the same thing that I'm doing for myself and the same thing I'm asking the ladies in Mastery and Momentum to do. Think about who you were 12 months ago. If you've been rocking with me for a while, think about your awareness or lack of awareness around these pillars and how they play a part in your life and your finances. And then fast forward and think about how you make decisions now, how you prioritize yourself now how you handle your finances now. Think about the lens that you now filter people through, that you filter people, places, things, circumstances, right? This journey is not about quick wins. It's not. So don't compare with anyone else. This is about the man or woman you have become over the last 12 months. If your faith has grown, I applaud you. If you've learned to speak up for yourself, I applaud you. If you've busted some limiting beliefs that that someone told you planted doubtful seeds years ago and you woke up this year at some point and was like, that is not true. And I send that back to the pits of hell where it belongs. I applaud you. If you've decided along with me that you're committed to no longer straddling the fence, I applaud you. If you're evaluating relationships and looking for the your blind spots and how have you grown and what do you know differently? Man, I applaud you. All of those things are a win. So, so what if you didn't check off every single thing on the list this year? Did you grow though? Did you grow though? This entire journey is about growth. From the beginning, I've said, I'm growing a community of people who want to grow with me. Remember, As purpose chasers, we are committed to the vision. We do not have to be attached to how we get there. Everything is not going to go the way that we planned from A to Z, from beginning to end. But man, if we got to M, did we not grow? If you got to C, did you not grow? If you started out this year feeling like on a scale of one to 10, you are three, Okay, do you not feel like a three and a half right now? You better celebrate that half a point. You're moving forward. Celebrate it. What you verbalize, you magnify. What you verbalize, you magnetize. Celebrate those wins so you can bring more of that to you so you can start to build the momentum. If it's never good enough, never good enough, never good enough, you're going to stay stuck another year. And that's not what I want for you. I made some tough decisions this year, man. I've grieved some relationships this year. I've had some deep conversations. I've had many revelations. I've had some wild experiences. And I count them all a win because they've all helped me grow. 
into the wife, the mother, the sister, the friend, the podcaster, author, coach, speaker, ultimately into the woman that I needed to become before I could walk into this brand new year in this brand new decade where I am believing God for miracles. So give yourself some grace as you reflect on your wins for 2019. Give yourself grace and please acknowledge your growth. You deserve it. You deserve it. And God deserves the recognition. Because I bet you don't look like what you've been through. So get back to showing gratitude. Don't let spiritual amnesia kick in. Don't let it kick in. Give yourself grace. If you're in the Purpose Chaser community where you can share how you've grown, I would love to hear it. You know we are a safe space. If you're not in that community, head to IamAPurposeChaser.com. Put that on your list. IamAPurposeChaser.com. You need to be in that community for 2020. We're planning so many things. Uh, We celebrate any and all wins and any and all growth. Never be ashamed. You can never be ashamed in the Purpose Chaser community. Tiny steps you took or the giant leap you made, it all counts to us. And again, I have to say thank you so much for your love, for your support, for your prayers, for your encouragement. You have no idea how you guys as a listening audience have kept me encouraged and force me to do the work because I carry you all in my spirit and I want to always be in integrity and live in integrity. And I can't share with you things that I'm not doing. And so not only do I only try to share the things that I'm doing, right? Once I share it, now I'm openly responsible. (laughs) I'm openly responsible. And I thank you guys for being that public accountability for me. If you've never rated or reviewed the podcast, please do. We are so close. I think we're like 75 reviews or rating short of getting a thousand reviews on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback matters so much. It's how people find us in these podcast apps. It's how the show gets boosted. And if you really believe more people need this, uh, in addition to sharing with your friends and family, just doing a quick rating or review helps more people see the show. I'm grateful for another year of this, and I'm so amped about what's to come. If you have been around here a while, you know we are starting 2020 with the Results Not Resolution series, and man, do I have a line up for you. So if you have not subscribed, go ahead and subscribe. If you're not on the mailing list, make sure that you stay in touch, patricewashington.com, or Hook up with me in social media. My favorite, favorite place is Instagram, but I'm also on Facebook, Seek Wisdom PCW. And just thank you. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey, a part of your life, a part of your financial recovery. I feel very blessed for this opportunity and I appreciate you all so much. So until next time, until next year, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.